0: Welcome to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Evil here. Let's get started with AEW Rampage. We have Keith Lee teaming up with the Hardys to defeat Kip Sabian, the Butcher, and the Blade after Jeff Hardy hit a swanton on Sabian to get the pin. We see a video from the Kingdom talking about how close they used to be with Adam Cole and how he has forgotten about his real friends. The Young Bucks and Hardys backstage set up their tag team match for that dynamite. Anna Jay defeated Sky Blue. Blue had hit the Skyfall and had the match won by Angela Parker and Maminar get on the apron and distract the referee. As Blue went to go smack Parker, Anna Jay put Blue in the Queen Slayer to choke her out for the win. We go backstage where Renee is inter- interviewing Chris Statlander while Statlander is squatting Renee on her shoulders. Yeah, Uh definitely look this up. It's harder to imagine than to just watch it. Um So Statlander pretty much just talked ahead of her title match against Mercedes Martinez, which happened on that collision. Ar Fox and Swear Strickland of the, M- of the Mogul Embassy got an easy win against Logan Cruz and Tashan Perez after Fox hit Cruz with a 450 splash for the pen. We go to QTV, where Aaron Solo shows that he stole Matt Cardona's Indie God hat. I'm not sure this is leading to anything. But QT Marshall asks, who they will feud with next? Harley Cameron said the House of Black, which which Q2 suggested no, and then Solo suggested the factory. Uh, we cut to Johnny TV, who issues an open challenge to anyone who's been on television, whatever that means. And in the main event here, Tate from Daily's Place, we have the parking lot fight between Claudio Castagnoli and John Moxley versus the best friends. Blackpool Comic Club gets to win here. Uh, Tony Schiavone and Paul White did commentary for this, as it was taped separately. The match got bloody right away and stayed bloody throughout the match. Crazy spot with Claudio doing the big swing into a big plastic trash can held by uh, Moxley. Uh, all types of weapons here. There's cars. There's car parts that were used. Moxley hit it right away. Death dr- Rider through the windshield, and Chuck Taylor ended up. Um, Seeing a barbed wire board on fire, but Willie Yuda gets involved to stop him from using it. Orange Cassidy came to the rescue on top of Sue's minivan as she drove right in. Yuda ended up taking out Orange on her hood before they told Sue that she had to leave. And they ended up destroying Sue's minivan with a curb stomp to Beretta from Moxley as Claudio gets the pen for the win go to Impact Wrestling on Before the Impact, Giselle Shaw defeated the much smaller Heather Reckless, who has appeared on AEW Dark a bunch in the past. Giselle hit the debut ma, but Reckless definitely hung in there in her Impact debut as Shaw gets the win. On the main show, Trinity starts off saying how Chicago was special to her as this is where she made her Impact debut. She talks about being at her lowest and considering retiring, but went from her lowest to her highest and says she would become the Impact Knockouts champion, in which she did. Diana Parraza comes out to interrupt her and says that from the bottom of her heart. She congratulates her, but said the differences between them two is she's not a quitter. As Trinity said, Deanna tapped out a Slammiversary. The coven come out as Carlin King reminded Trinity that she was her first opponent in Trinity's debut. This led to a brawl as Santino Borella came out and made the match for right now as Deanna said that she didn't even need her gear to wrestle. We go to the match as the Coven defeats Deanna Perazzo and Trinity. Deanna had the Fujiwara armbar on Kylan, but Taylor Wilde breaks it up. Trinity tries to land a kick on Wilde, but she ducks and hits Deanna instead by accident. Wilde knocks Trinity to the outside as Kylan hit the King's Curse on Deanna for the pen. The Rascals announced that they're part of a tournament to determine the tag team number one contenders for the championships, but Scott Damore told the Rascals that if they have any shenanigans in a tag team tournament, they will indefinitely be suspended without pay. Alicia Edwards tells Tracy Brooks that she she ran her out of this place, but Jody Threat interrupts her and a match is made for the following week between Alicia and Jody, Heath defeated Alan Angels with a wake-up call after ducking the Halo strike in a good back-and-forth match. Eric Young tells Gia Miller that he will handle the design after what happened last week. Gia then said, well, since he's not dead, what happened? And Young said that later on in this show, we will find out, and the world will know what really happened. Jake Something defeated Davey Vega, who was one half of the Indies tag team called Besties in the World, with Matt Fitchett. Before Fitchett had to retire late last year, Something destroyed Vega here pretty quickly and finished him with the Void for the pin. Bully Ray, Brian Myers, and Moose tells Leo Rush backstage that they are happy and proud of Rush making the right decision last week, but Rush said he isn't there to make friends and said that they just want him to be on their team, which he agreed for, for emergence but said that it won't last long. Ray said to trust them and it could last forever and tells them to be in their corner next week as they have a six-man tag team match. We have an Impact Digital Media three-way match as Kenny King retains against Joe Henry and Yua Yuromura. Before the match, Henry seemed a little bit upset that Yua Ewer- got involved in his title rematch. Henry takes out Sheldon Jean on the outside as King tosses Yua into Henry and hit the Royal Flush on Yuu for the pen. The Death Dolls are backstage trying to find Santino so they can be put in the Knockouts Tag Team match at Emergence. Crazy Steve tries to get a word with them, but they just brush him off. We go to the first match of the Tag Team Championship Number 1 Contender Tournament as the Rascals defeated Mike Bailey and Jonathan Gresham. This is the first Rascals Tag Team match in Impact in almost three years. Zachary Wentz tossed a spray can to Trey Miguel, who sprays it in Gresham's face as the referee was distracted, to roll up Gresham for the pen, and they will face the winners of next week's other first-round match, which is going to be the ABC versus Rich Swan and Sammy Callahan. And the last five minutes of the show was the exclusive footage of what really happened to Eric Young when Diener killed him off last year. We see that Young survived the shank from Diener and crawls out, crawls his way out of there and gets on his bike and drives away. And then we hear an inner monologue that, uh, if you didn't hear John Pollock on Rewind the Raw, please go back and listen to it as he's the one that can really do it justice. But Young basically compares his life to, uh, basically compares life and death and goes on saying that I ain't fucking dead yet and I will live on forever. It was pretty uh, ridiculous, but definitely check it out. We go to Ring of Honor and Honor Club. We have the semifinal match in the TV title eliminator tournament as Shane Taylor defeated Christopher Daniels after hitting a crossbody and the Marcus Garvey driver to advance to the finals, which will be next week. Aussie Opens defends the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship against the Iron Savages. Iron Savages cut a promo backstage telling Aussie Open to put the titles on the line of this match, which they did, as we see Aussie Open hand their titles over to Tony Khan, telling him to keep them warm for them. Cool to see Aussie Open... Uh, Worked against these bigger men, but they're able to hit Coriolis on Boulder as Kyle Fletcher gets to win. And then after, we see the Aussie Open goes to the back and grab the belts from TK. Definitely interested here. Never really see, like, before and after with them kind of giving their titles up. I'm not sure if maybe they forgot their titles and they filmed this after the fact to make this an excuse Knowing Tony Khan, he probably did want this explanation of them not having their titles. Lexi Nair was interviewing Stokely Hathaway, who said that he loves the eliminated tournament so far, and he might just do another one in the future. Dalton Castle interrupts him and says that he isn't in the tournament, which upsets him, and Stokely says that his name might have been erased by accident. Samoa Joe interrupts him and says that in two weeks it'll be himself and Stokely versus the boys, so that should be an interesting match. Cazierro Shibata defends a pure championship against Josh Woods. The judges were Jimmy Jacobs, Jerry Lynn, and John Walters. Good match here with Shibata hitting the PK to get the win. Dalton Castle defeated Zach Clayton after hitting the Bangarang, and Castle. So showed a little bit more of an angry side here flexi gets a word with josh woods who says that due to his current losing streak things might have to change so i'm not sure if he's going to be li- leaving the marcy athletes or just going through some sort of transformation or so but definitely we should see something for woods the infantry defeated nick camarado and joro joel this is joel's first match on tv since march of this year and he's also making his ring around a debut sean dean gets the pin on joro after they hit watcher six which is a russian leg sweep, sweep big boot combination Layla Hirsch defeated Miranda Villanette. Maria Canales benna actually came out during this match to scout Hirsch, who ended up winning by submission with a cross-arm breaker as Maria smiled on. We have the other semifinal match in the TV title eliminator tournament as Gravity defeated Tony Nice. Funny exercise session moment before the match with Nice saying that he would help the crowd fight their own Gravity. Good back-and-forth match here with Gravity hitting the top rope dive for the pin. We have a Ring of Honor Women's World Championship match as Athena defeats Diamante to retain in a very good match here with Diamante giving her role until Athena was able to slip by and hold on to a roll-up for the pin. After the match, Athena teases attacking Diamante like she usually does, but she decides not to and tells her that she gets a free pass. Gates of Agony defeated the boys. Fun match here until they hit open the gates and get the quick win. Athena backstage said that Diamante reminds her of a younger version of herself, but says that she's missing something and to figure it out. I wonder if that figure it out was her joining up with Mercedes Martinez the following day. Cole Carter defeated LSG, the first appearance by Carter in over two months here. Maria came out again during this match, this time to scout Carter, who won with the spinning neckbreaker. So with her scouting, uh, Layla Hirsch, as well as Carter, I wonder if she she plans on expanding the kingdom or doing something else, basically. We see footage from Death Before Dishonor as Evil Uno shakes Drew Grayson's hand as Grayson says, finally. Robert Renegade defeated Christina Marie who wins uh, by submission with an impressive body, abdottable stretch type move here. And in the main event, El Hildo, Vikengo, and Commander defeated the Workhorsemen. Crazy pace match here with some wild moves until KenGO and Commander hit the double 450, or the golden showers, as the golden lovers call it, to J.D. Drake as Vikingo gets the pin. We go to MLW Fusion. The show starts with Sam Laterna trying to interview Willie Mack, but Alex Kane interrupts him and calls Mack worthless and a bitch-ass hoe, so Mack attacks him. This show includes matches from when they were in Tijuana, Mexico earlier this year, and it starts with Alex Kane defending the MLW World Championship against Delirious. Uh, he hits a, re- a release suplex and a pretty good opener to get the win. We see footage from Matt Cardona at his home saying that his match with Mance Warner will now be a kiss my foot match. And we see a very good video on Willie Mack about him talking about growing up in a bad environment. Then him having a developmental deal and it being pulled away. Pretty good here. We see this mysterious space theme video with the words, Fury and Knights Within, Kingdoms Clash, Worlds Collide, Enter the Realm Soon. I'm not sure who this is leading to, but it looks like somebody is making their debut soon. This was followed with a video by... Uh, for Delmi Exo talking about how she came up in the wrestling scene. Also very well done talking about her sister as well. They go backstage where Becca is yelling at an official about her not having a match with Delmi Exo tonight. As the official says that Delmi is over in Germany, but they do announce that Becca will take on the debuting Maki Ito at Fury Road on September 3rd. We find out the next pick in the open draft being House of Glory, regular Ichiban. So excited to see him here after watching his work and the main event here, Jack Cartwheel, Mysticies and Willie Mack defeated Gino del Air, Scalibur and Domanico. Uh, it's Cartwheel making his MLW debut here, and he gets a fun dance spot for Mac. During this match, we see footage of John Hennigan being abducted by some masked men, so I guess that's how they write him off of MLW, since he is Johnny TV now. And the, the match ends with Domanico getting distracted by Rayostar and Fantastico on the outside, as Cartwheel takes advantage of this to attack Domanico and hit the Jack Arrow for the win. And the show ends with the calling attack into the Samoan SWAT team, but they mostly attack Lance on Hawaii, and they keep Lance... Uh, juicy finale locked inside, so I wonder if this is a write-off for Lance as well. Who knows, but WWE, WWE could definitely use some more names in their bloodline story. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes as Last Bandidas defeated Jennifer Flores and Steffi Slays with Sylvia Sanchez getting the pen off Flores after her and Vivian Rivera hit a Spinebuster-Senton combo for the win. Candy Crush defeated G.I. Jane after reversing and locking her, knocking her out with the right punch for the pen. Fury defeated Kata Rush with a roll-up after Rush and the referee get distracted by the Heavy Metal Sisters on the outside, and the sisters then jump Rush after the match until Americana, Sandy Shore, and Crystal Waters come off at save. In the main event here, the Tonga Twins defeated the last call after they hit the Tonga Twist on Wrecking Ball for the pen, and as a result, this match, the Tonga Twins are now the number one contenders for the WOW Tag Team Championships. We go to NWA Power, as Ella Envy defeated Missa Kate with a roll-up after a bit of a distraction on the outside of Roxy and Maddie, and as a result, Pretty Empowered will get a tag team title shot at NWA 75. Anthony Andrews defeated Cody James after hitting a scoop slam. CJ on the outside kept trying to interfere on James's behalf until the referee re- ejected her. We get a promo from the Southern Six where Stylus Mason says that Pollo Domar needs to know her place and stay home and cook beans. Magna Muscle defeated the Savages with Mims hitting Blake Troop with a big strong slam for the pin. We see footage from during the break where Jack Dane gets it to Tim's form- Tim Storm's face and this is made into a match for NWA 75 as well. Odinson defeated Zion by disqualification after Zion attacked him with a chair, and he continued to beat down after the match with the chair as well. And in the main event here, La Rebellion and Vampiro, making his NWE power and ring debut, defeated the brothers of Funstruction and Mario Pardua, with Vampiro hitting Pardua with the Michinoku driver to get the win. On NXT Level Up, Idris Inouye and Malik Blade defeated the team of Tyson DuPont and Tyreek Igwe, both making their debuts. DuPont is a Haitian national shot put record holder, a two-time Sunbelt Conference champion, and he can deadlift 1,005 pounds, while Igwe is a shot put New York City All-City champion. He competed at the Eastern Michigan University and bent presses 445 pounds. And they said that they actually met each other four years ago during a shot put competition. Good showing from all four men here, including the newcomers, as Inouye hit the Idris elbow on Igwe to get the pin. Maz born defeated trey bearhill also making his debut bearhill was interviewed before the match talking about his native american heritage being in the muskogee creek beaver clan but born is able to beat him uh, the bigger bearhill after stopping him with a beautiful drop kick for the pen and the main event here Gigi dolan making her level up debut defeated tatum paxley a bit of back and forth here until dolan hit the Gigi driver to get the pen on WE main event dana brooke defeated Zaylee after hitting the swanton and bronson reed defeated the apollo cruz after hitting a tsunami That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark.